praise him if you know the blood still works. It was shed over 2,000 years ago, but it's still saving right now. It's still healing right now. Come on, praise him, because the blood still works.
Robert and Paul I want you to do something for me this song wrote by Reverend Jane Cleveland and Cassella George in memories of Cassella George I want y'all to sing this uh, walk around heaven all day and Robert don't let Paul sing it all you hear me you know what I want you to do Sang Paul. What are these mornings? Sang Paul. It won't be long. Your love for me, and I'll be gone. No. Sang Paul.
Well, good morning. <laughs> it's Monday morning. You're listening to the NFI Radio Gospel Network. You're listening to the morning show. I'm your host, the old CCCV, translated as the old Chatham County Country Board. We do hope and pray that everyone out there in Radio Land, you had a very fine weekend, and you gave God some praise, and you're up this morning, you're about, and we're thanking and praising God for letting us see the start of a brand new day and a brand new week. It's now 13 minutes past the hour, 13 minutes past the hour. We're going to go ahead now and get into our... Mm-hmm. That's the way on the Coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina, in the studios of the NFI Gospel Radio Network. There was a man. Yeah. 
Check us out on Facebook. Facebook. Very pleasant. Good morning to the listening audience. You're listening to the NFI Radio Gospel Network. We're coming to you live from the studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm the old Chatham County Country Boy, and the program is The Morning Show. Heard every, every morning from 8 o'clock a.m. to 11 o'clock a.m. here on the NFI Radio Gospel Network. We thank and praise God for this another new day, a beginning of a brand new week. We pray that we all have enjoyed the weekend. The Lord blessed us to live to see, and we're back this morning to lift up his holy and righteous name. Just heard some great inspiring gospel music, two in a row from days gone by from the late 
Brother Robert Blair and the Fantastic Ballinera just heard Sing with the Angels. And before that, I've got Jesus. And we open up the program as always this morning with music out of Baltimore, Maryland, Little David and the Bells of Joy, the song Talk About Jesus. Well, we're moving right along, my friends. The time right now is 15 minutes past the hour. And we're going to go right ahead and get into our devotional service for this morning. And our scripture this morning is coming from the Old Testament book of Proverbs, Proverbs 14, chapter, and verse 12. That's Proverbs 14 and 12, and it reads, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The word of God this morning for us, the children of God. God's word is already blessed. We pray that we won't only be hearers of God's word, but that we may be doers likewise. On the word of God this morning, my friends, a thought would be, let's not be fooled by what seems right. Hmm? Let's not be fooled by what seems right. Let us stay with the word, and we shall be blessed. My friends, the Proverbs provides us with nuggets of godly wisdom. When they are followed, they result in a life that is blessed. In this verse, Solomon warns us against relying on our thoughts and ideas, forsaking what God's word declares and being directed by what seemeth right leads one to destruction. Those that remain in the word are blessed. And in my conclusion this morning, my friends, there will be times that our own personal logic will seek to kick in leading us into areas contrary to God's word or will. But let us stay focused on the word of God, making it that which directs our life. Though we may not understand why, it is a fact. God knows how to bless and how to lead us. And finally, my friends, let us follow God and avoid destruction, for his path leads to glory. Once again, Lord, we thank you for your holy and righteous word. We pray that we will let your word lead us and guide us from one, one, one level of glory, one level of blessings to another. In Jesus' name, our devotional song for this morning, we're going back in the day and get a song from the late Reverend James Moore. Thank you, Lord, for all you done. Very pleasant. Good morning.
coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina, in the studios of the NFI Gospel Radio Network. Come on, Chicago, give it up. Come on. Forgive me, Lord. One more time, 
just there to leave. I can hear the saints are singing. I can see that's where the rolling. Somebody leave me. Yeah. 
no hope it seems Still I believe That I Can make it But I King and I, I will survive, and I know I can make it, I can make it through the sunshine and rain, make it God is concerned 
and he's working it out for you. The child that's on cocaine through prayer he can change that marriage that's on the verge of breaking up.
in HD2. Call in and we've been expecting you. Catch the wave. Yo, 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 yo. You're in the mix. Catch the wave on the NFI. Coming to you live in the studio of the NFI Gospel Network. The People's Station. Preach, 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 preach up. I know that's right. Can I get it in an amen? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Praise them. Holy Ghost DJ. It's your boy on the ones and tunes. Gospel flavor coming at you. 2027 Gospel Station. Keep it locked. That's how we do it around here. NFI, North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio, NFI Gospel Network, the number one station in the world. Welcome back, welcome back, and thank you so much for catching the wave. Your number one coordinated contemporary Christian station in the world. Look, we are so grateful and honored to bring to you great music like Pastor Shirley Caesar. And I pray that you enjoyed the song so far that we played by Pastor Shirley Caesar. We've got more artists right here coming your way all day today. And those of you just locking in, you can join us on our website at NFI. Radio.com, or you can join us on Blog Talk Radio, and also you can dial in with your mobile phone. Simply dial 347-215-8049. Now look, we've got some more artists that we're going to bring to you, and this next artist, I want to share with you who is by, but because I want you to do me a favor, I want you to call in. If you want to find out who this artist is, we're going to play about six or seven songs by him. And you can call at the number 984-733-3977. That's our 24-hour hotline number here at the station. That's 984-733-3977. And now, join this awesome artist as he come forth to sing to you right here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. God bless you. Catch the wave. Do you know Jesus? Can he make a way out of no way? Do you know that he can? Turn your midnight into day. He's done everything. Even changed water into wine. He's made a crystal walk. Even gave sight to the blind. Just when you think that he won't come, he shows up right on time. Make a way, 
Get that. 
here on your favorite gospel station.
You are listening to the NFI Radio Gospel Network. Raleigh, North Carolina, and radio host, Patricia Waterbury, playing all of your favorite hits. And now, I don't know about you, but I am ready for the man of God, who is a preacher, a teacher, and a giver. Now without further ado, let's welcome back the Honorable, Pastor Cecil Wilson, of the True Community Church, Siler City, North Carolina. Good morning, Pastor Wilson. Welcome. Good morning to you. Amen. It's a great day to be alive. I tell you, a beautiful day here. It is sunny today. Today is Communion Sunday, and we shall have communion immediately after the morning message. Go ahead and get your elements and your sacraments together, your bread and juice, and we will consecrate it at the end of the service. The true community church would like to say, Happy 10th anniversary to the NFI Radio Gospel Network, celebrating 10 years of broadcasting on the airways. How about that? To God be all the glory, and we pray that you have many and many more. You've been a blessing to so many of our listeners, and we thank you for the opportunity. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's a great day to be alive. Amen. Amen. You know, we just thank God for he woke us up this morning and started us on our way. As the older lady in the church used to say, I'm on another day's journey, and I don't know about you, but I'm glad about it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Not out of our goodness, but out of his grace and his mercy. May God be all the glory. Today we're going to Galatians, the sixth chapter, and the first verse. Galatians 6 and 1 over in the New Testament. Galatians 6 and 1. There's Corinthians and then there's Galatians. Galatians 6 chapter and the first verse. Amen. It's first Sunday, communion Sunday. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We pray all is well with you. Pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, God Almighty, we come now in the name of your Son, Jesus. I'm submitting ourselves to the mercies of God. And we thank you, Lord, for what you have done and what you're about to do. We invoke your Holy Spirit to come and lead and guide this service. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint everything that we're using. Anoint all of us that are participating in this worship service on this network. And, Lord, have down our way. Protect. Keep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Build a fence around us. Hallelujah. Angels of Almighty God, encamp around us. And amen. And have thine way, O Lord God, our Father. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come heavenly dove. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Galatians, the sixth chapter, and the first verse. And it says in the King James Version, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such and one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Let's read that again. In Galatians, the sixth chapter and the first verse, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore. Someone say restore. Restore such 
a person in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, while you're doing that, that you also not fall into temptation. Amen. Amen. The second verse, bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Fulfill. That means you're on a mission. You, you have already been given a mission, a commandment. Well, what was the law, Christ, that we are to fulfill? It says, bear ye one another's burdens. Don't you remember when Jesus, he was leaving and he said, I'm going to leave you with one commandment, and that ye love ye one another as I have loved you. So now this second verse in Galatians 6 chapter says, bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing. In other words, come off that high horse, that he's not what he think he is, whenever he's thinking that he's better than the one who just failed by the wayside. If you think you are better because you've been going to church longer and you know some church words more than the one who just failed by the wayside, who have fallen or overtaken in fault. So the scripture says here in the third verse, for if a man thinketh himself to be something when he's nothing, he deceiveth himself. In other words, don't fool yourself thinking that just because you know a few verses that you have memorized, and you're going to preach to everybody on the job with those three verses that you have have memorized, that everybody else is not worthy of the kingdom but you. He said that ye, so we go back to Galatians, the sixth chapter, the first verse, brethren, if a man be overtaken in fault, ye which are spiritual, restore. And I want to use for a subject this morning, you've been restored. And where you have already been restored, Restoring implies that something or a condition has already been altered or impaired and is in the process of being changed back or now have reached a state of restoration. And you know how you've done with a lot of things that, you know, some people go around and, you know, and just buy antiques. And what they do, they are skilled in restoring back to its original luster. And it's a bringing back to a former position or condition in which it was originally founded. And sometimes it can be just a mere reinstatement. That's right, a reinstatement. Well, what is that? Well, reinstatement is the action of bringing someone back to a position where they had lost or to restore to a previous effective state to restore you back to a state where you were in good standings, that you were in good effectiveness. You know, a good example, you know, all of us, if you drive an automobile, you have to purchase in this country, you have to purchase what's called insurance, auto insurance, or life insurance or medical insurance, whatever the insurance is. But if you don't pay on the due date, and after a few days, after the grace period is over, check that out now, then your insurance lapses. And so when you want to go back and say, hey, I need to put this back in force, then the man says, sign this paper and pay a fee, and, and they do what? They reinstate your insurance policy, and then you have been restored. 
And God has the same method. And actually, uh, this system copied it from God's kingdom uh, system. That's right. And so you you can come back in, in, in right standing. God sent his son so that man can be reinstated or be restored. Are you with me this morning? And however, there's an opposite of reinstatement. The opposite of reinstatement is to end, to nullify, or to revoke, or to terminate. But God said, I will reestablish, I will renew, I will revive, I will restore. In other words, I will reinstate you, amen, back in good standing. In the New Testament, we would call it discipleship to the ways of Jesus. Our souls are restored by living in the ways of Jesus. God doesn't give us the directions for his sake. They are for our sake. They are for the restoration of our soul. Jeremiah, the prophet, said, and he spoke on behalf of God, and for I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. You know, I received a praise report from one of our listeners who received a bad report from a doctor. She decided to get a second opinion and went to a major hospital, and this major hospital and these doctors' uh, team, medical team, they looked, they tested, they measured, and they did all of the things, and their response was that they don't know what the other doctor saw, but whatever it was, it's not here now. (laughs) Amen. Somebody tell God, thank you. And so this person have been restored. That's right. That's right. By faith. That's right. And I know this person and their faith is well founded. And so after hearing this, I asked them the question, whose report will you believe? And they immediately said, I'm going to receive and I'm going to believe the report of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Been reinstated back. The farmer said, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because thou art with me. And that's right. They restored. That's right. That's right. He restored to me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Somebody said he will restore. That's right. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what the doctors or whoever said. That's right. You got to get in touch with somebody who can agree with you. And pray with you when you can't pray for yourself, because the prayers of the righteous avail of much. And so the psalmist goes on to say the Lord nurses them when they are sick and restores them back to health. In other words, folks, there is no situation that is too far gone for God to restore. Somebody say restore. And so the author of the Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm says it gives us a kind of parable that seemed to be of an experience of facing fear, but not facing it alone, because it's with God's help. And we can feel the hand of God fighting uh, for the psalmist David. In the 23rd Psalm, God is imagined as a shepherd, and there's a reason we go to him for comfort. The psalmist imagines himself as a sheep, being cared for by God himself, who is the shepherd. And, and let us know that we're not alone. For the restorer is in the house. Somebody shout, the restorer is in the house. God is going to restore everything that the enemy has stolen. That's right. 
if the enemy has stolen your paycheck and they have shortchanged you, the enemy got, has to restore. That's right. He got to repay, and he got to pay with more than what he took. God is going to restore. He's going to restore you, your joy. He's going to restore your peace. He's going to restore your health. And, yes, don't give up because God will restore your dreams. God can restore what is broken and change it to something amazing. And all you need is faith. Somebody said, I believe. And the Lord says, I heard your prayers. I've seen your tears. I will restore. And when God restores, he restores better than it was before. And what I would do if I'm called in uh, before I can be fully restored. Somebody asked this question. Well, what, what do I do? What will I do if I'm... If God would call me home before I could be fully restored, and that's why when he sent his son Jesus to the cross, he come off of that cross, and now we have something called grace. That's right. While he's working on the soul's salvation, grace abounds. And he said, my grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. He restores my soul, the psalmist said, and that is God's will. He wants us to be restored. He restores us to who he made us to be. He does this by leading us in the right path, leading us down, that's right, into green pastures, leading us in the path that God leads us on is what restores our soul. Over and over throughout this Bible, we, we hear about the way of God, the way, that's right, how did he finally restore us? Well, when Jesus went to the cross. When Jesus went to the cross and he nailed everything and he said, it is finished. That's right. He restored our soul because man has fallen by the wayside. And But Jesus said, well, I tell you what I'm going to do. If I find you in fault, if I find you that you have sinned and come short of the glory of God, so don't worry about it because I'm spiritual enough that I can restore you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brought restoration to our soul. And now every broken soul, every weary soul has restoration. We've been restored. Somebody ought to tell God, thank you. Say, Lord, we thank you for you taking our shame and you called us by a new name. Oh, when the Holy Spirit convicts you, saints, don't worry about it. It's not God's way of punishing you, but it's God's way of inviting you back into fellowship with him. Hallelujah. Be kind to one another. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ have forgave us. Look at our scripture now in Galatians, the sixth chapter and the first verse. And stay right there with me. For brethren, it says, person is overtaken or is found in misconduct or sin of any sort. Ye who are spiritual should Get him and set him right back and restore him and reinstate him. Church, it is not our job to see how many people we can put out of the church. It's not our job to see how many people we can't expel. But you say it. I, you know, I've heard you say it. So the doors of the church are open. Whosoever will, let him come. And well, then when they come in, they may come in all brokenhearted. They may come in bruised and dirty. When they come in, they may not look like or dress like you think they should. When they come in, they may not talk 
the way that you talk. But ye that are spiritual, since you are so holy, then you ought to restore them. And so without any sense of you trying to be superior over them or you thinking that, that you are more than them, that's right, you are not a bag of chips and all of that. And, you know, if you go now to the store and buy a bag of chips, when you open it up, it's only half full. You don't even get a full bag of chips. That's right. So And so if you think you all this and that and a bag of chips, you already been shortchanged. And so without any sense of superiority, and but we need to meet them. That's right. Jesus met everyone on the level that he found them. That's right. I don't care if they were in sin. I don't care where they were. I don't care if he met the lady at the well and she had more than one man she was dealing with. And all of this, Jesus met them wherever they were, and he restored them. And he, the scripture says he did it, and we ought to do it the same way with meekness or with gentleness. But watch yourself, the scripture says, or you also can be tempted. Verse. Endure. We got to carry one another's burden. That's right. Must Jesus bear this cross alone and all the world go free? There's a cross where every one of us, and there's one for you and me. And so we got to uh, carry one another's burdens. And they're aggravating moral faults. That's right. When, whenever you find people and their habits have overtaken them, or that's right, or whatever it is that's got them under control, you know, it can be aggravating to you, aggravating to you spiritually, aggravating to your soul. And so we got to help, and we got to help carry their burden. That's right. We got to be our brothers and our sisters' keepers. And the scripture here says, and we got to do it in a way that fulfilled and observed perfectly the law of Christ. That's right. And what was that again? That you love you one another as I have loved you. And the third verse, for if any person thinks himself to be somebody too important to shoulder another's personal load, if another person is trying to carry something that's too heavy, why don't you go on the other side and say, listen, I'm going to lighten your load. Let me take uh, on the other side, and we're going to walk together. And so it says if a person thinks him too, too good to do that, he is nobody except of his own estimation or whatever he done put up in his own mind and ego. He's not doing anything but deceiving and cheating his own self out of everything, out of his own blessing. And so, my friends, we're living in a period now where we thought that we'll never see this act out in real life. We're living in a period now where we thought that the things that we see in here will only be in a movie. But what we're seeing now is a finished picture of years of separation from God. That's right. It is the picture. It is a result of playing with God. It is a result of someone, hallelujah, someone not being as spiritual as they thought they were. Oh, yes, they put on the white dresses and the, and the black three-piece suits, and they thought they were holier than thou. But now when they come up against an enemy, we find out now that they have really been too separated from God. But this is the look of a broken spirit that have been operating in a broken system. And that's where a system has set you up to fall into a default. But ye that are spiritual, look up to the hills 
Amen. Hallelujah. And look at the hand of Jesus that's reaching way down, way, way down in the mark in the clay. And he'll lift you up. Hallelujah. That's right. And so whenever you you are presented with evilness and this spirit of hopelessness, and, you know, it looks like you've got a war going on one with another. And actually it is the truth that is at war. That's right. It is the truth against evil. And we find ourselves caught up in the middle, in the mix of a spiritual war. And so our soul is not at peace. We are victims of circumstances. And we know that we've already been restored. Somebody shout, I've been restored. Hallelujah. And so the devil is the accuser of the brethren. He wants to beat you down. He wants to get you to focus on your mistake of your past. He wants you to focus on every sin that you ever committed. But I want you to shout out right now. I want you to, that's right. I want you to have your faith and your faith should be well founded. Strengthen yourself. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it be like he said, persecuted, but not forsaken. I was cast down, but I shall not be, re- be destroyed. For the life of Jesus may also be revealed in my body. Hallelujah. And what the devil meant for bad, God is going to turn around and have it for good. Be careful, God said. Uh, be careful, thought of your way. Go up into the mountain and let timber and build your house. That's right. God said, go up to the mountain and get you some timber and build the house so I can get pleasure in it, saith the Lord. In other words, get busy doing the things you suppose and were called to do for the Lord. Oh, church, we need a revival. We need a revival. We need a revival. Why? Because a revival is about restoration. Oh, not just a revival, not to be restored just in things or abundance, but we need to be restored. We need a revival in a spiritual way. Somebody need to say again, I've been restored. Oh, God said, I'll put you back where you belong. The songwriter wrote the song, I'll put you back where you belong uh, just when you thought it was over. I gave you another chance, and after the enemy told you, You couldn't come back home. Well, I want you to know, I sent my son, and now you've been restored. Oh, the hands of God is up on you. Somebody ought to feel him right now. Hallelujah. He saved your soul from a burning hell. And now I'm so happy just being with him. Thank you, Lord, for saving and restoring my soul. And when we look at the summits over in Psalm 103, we see a promise according to the word of God. It says that the Lord forgives my iniquities, forgives my faults, and heals all my diseases. And Lord, fulfill the number of my days with good health. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to tell God thank you because I have the total victory in Christ Jesus. Over in James, the brother of Jesus, he wrote, he said, well, if you're sick, or you afflicted, call for the elders of the church and let them come and pray over him, anointing him with oil. In other words, ye that are spiritual, hallelujah, ye need to go and restore him. Hallelujah. And that same scripture in James said that if you have committed any sin, they shall be forgiven. And that's the word and the promise 
of God. Somebody ought to tell God, thank you for restoring our soul. Yea, though I walk down through the valley, and it looks like you receive a report of the shadow of death. Fear no evil, for God is with you. And he got a rod and a staff that'll come for you. That's right. Hallelujah. Look to the hills. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to see God the Father. Hallelujah. But don't worry. Jesus said, I'm going to a place, and I'm going to prepare a place that where I am one day, you'll be able to be there also. But while I'm gone, I'm going to send you a comforter. Hallelujah. His name is the Holy Spirit. Reach out right now. He's moving in your house. He's moving up and down the aisle. And right now, he just wants you to know that you've been restored. Somebody tell God thank you. Is there one this morning who need to be restored? Hallelujah. It's really simple. It's just believe it in your heart that Jesus is Lord. And I'm going to accept you as my Lord and Savior. And Lord, come into my heart. Take over my mind, body, and soul. And I believe in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Isn't God good? Somebody ought to shout the victory. That's right. We have the victory. We can't lose. I don't care what happened on this side. We have a home because this is not our home. No way. We just a pilgrim passing through this barren land. Hallelujah. We on our way back to the place from whence we came. Hallelujah. We're traveling. Hallelujah. On this journey. Hallelujah. We can't lose. We're going to win because we already been restored. Well, let's prepare for communion. Prepare for communion. And you'll find this passage of communion in 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, and begin reading at the 20th verse. Get your elements, and we're going to consecrate it. Praise ye the Lord. If you have accepted Jesus as Lord, and if you believe in Jesus, then you are worthy to partake of this communion. Amen. And because it's about in remembrance of Jesus, not remembrance of us, and not remembrance of what we did or come short, this is in remembrance of Jesus. That's why it's engraved in the church on the altar. It says in remembrance of me, not you, but Jesus. Why not you? Why not uh, myself? It's because we haven't died on the cross. We haven't paid the penalty for somebody else's sin. Jesus did. And that's right. And so if you believe in him, this is a memorial service of Jesus' death, burial, and his resurrection. And the church calls it a communion. We communion one with another, communion back with the Father of what Jesus did. There is a fountain filled with blood that's drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners can plunge beneath that blood and lose all their guilty stain. Amen. Get your elements. Amen. As we come to this communion table today, Lord God Almighty, I kneel before you in grateful remembrance of what you did for us at Calvary. I'm coming with a heart of humble thanksgiving. And Lord, we pray that you consecrate now these elements that we are taking and that they be for the glory and remembrance of God and what he did with sin his son, Jesus' death, burial, and his resurrection. Amen. Take your bread. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. It says Jesus met with the disciples in the upper room. He knew that he was headed to a cross. He passed the bread around 
to each one of them. He looked up to heaven and he blessed it. And when he is given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is crucified for you or given for this new testament or this new covenant I'm now making with mankind. Take, eat this, and do it in remembrance of me. And so we do it now. We do this and we take the bread to proclaim the victory of the covenant in the Lord's death on the cross. And after they have done that, in the same manner, Jesus did the same way. He looked up to heaven. He blessed it. Amen. And he passed it around. And he took the cup. And when he had supper, he said, this cup is the New Testament of my blood. This is the, this is the new covenant. That's right. And you know before you had to bring all kind of animals to the temple as a sacrifice. But now I'm going to be the final sacrificial lamb. That's right. No more shedding, no more shedding of animals' blood. Now it's going to be the shedding of my blood. Now take this in remembrance. Drink ye all of it in remembrance of me because the shedding of blood is for the remission of your sins. Hallelujah, remission of our sins and the forgiveness of our sins. Because it says without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Take, drink ye all of it. And then it says, for as often as you eat this bread and drink from this cup, what you are doing is showing that you believe in the Lord's death, burial, and resurrection until he comes. Amen. Let us pray. You see, when we pray, we talk to God. But then stay there on your knees long enough to listen to what God had to say back in return. And so you haven't finished praying until you listen. And after you pray, ask God, what is the next step? What would you have me to do after this prayer that I just prayed? Our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we come now. We ask your Father to bless the house of everyone that's listening. Remove all evil from their house and ban all evil from entering their house. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, bless their families. Fill their bones with plenty of good health. That's right, the Lord, we're asking, we're praying that you fill their bones with plenty of good health, plenty of peace, joy. Give them abundant treasures and the love of God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you. We receive it by faith. We believe right now. We the Hallelujah. We got the victory. We have been restored, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, continue to read Psalm 91 every day. And if you want to give to this church ministry, hallelujah, you can go to our website, truecommunitychurch.com. Or you can go to our Easy Tithe app, and it's called Easy Tithe because it's so easy and secure. Write down this phone number to do it with your app, Avico 919-823-7006, 919-823-7006. Or write to us at True Community Church, Post Office Box 158, Silas City, North Carolina, and the zip code is 27344. Let me pray a benediction over you. May the strength of God sustain us. 
And may the power of God preserve us. And may the hands of God protect us. May the way of God direct us. May the love of God go with us this day and be with us forever. May the Lord bless us, keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And we declare and decree it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. Know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, He died. It reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the low with valley. Oh, the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It would never. On the hill, there's a cross. On the cross, there is blood for. <laughs> it's for me. On the hill, on the cross. And it still has the power. Wonderful power to heal our disease, to cover our weakness. It still has the power, the wonderful power to heal our disease, to cover. So it still has the power. Wonderful. And what? 
Behold, I will do a new thing. And I'm here to declare to you that God's about to do a new thing in your life. And it's time for it to manifest. This is the time. This is your season to give birth to every promise, every new thing in you. This is your season. It's time for you to manifest. Let's prophesy purpose. Pregnant possibilities. Say it, say it. Possibilities. Now birthing, now. Now birth a new. Sometimes it hurts. I'm travailing. To obtain it. To obtain. For it must come to pass. Gotta happen. I decree it.
Put that on the screen. There shall be. Yes, there will. Yes, there will. There shall be. Yes, there will. February the 5th, 2024, is Reverend Robert E. Ellison from Fort Washington, Maryland, with Approaching the Finish Line radio broadcast. He'll be coming forth that at 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. Be sure to tune in. That's Monday, February the 5th, 2024, 9.30 a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Reverend Robert E. Ellison, he is the writer and author of The Biblical Insight of Coping with Chaos here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. Again, don't miss him right here at 9.30 a.m. Mondays, February the 5th, 2024, 9.30 a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe that God's about to pass out miracles like Jonah. You get a miracle here on the NFI Radio Gospel Network.
that be your prayer tonight. Come and fill me. Come and fill me.